0: hi there everybody hey welcome to Foothill community church online this is uh this is our reality (laughs) right now uh as much as most of us are just saying what the heck is going on um we are uh living this uh reality and it's um i pray that one you are staying uh safe and sane uh in your homes and um that you continue to acknowledge that, one, well, God just loves you. He does. And we're going to get through this. And uh, it will be over, Lord willing, sooner than later. Um, but this is where we find ourselves at this point. I want to say uh, thank you to all of you who have been supporting, continue to support just the church with your tithes and offerings. Um, um you can do that online. You can um, uh, just help to for the ministry of the cost of the church uh, online and just help us uh, in that way. Uh, for those of you that can't because of uh, work-related uh, issues, um, maybe uh, send us a note. Send us something that maybe where you might need some help or prayers. Or um, you can do that by just, again, going online and uh, contacting us. Um, for all of you first responders and all you people who are still out there, um, helping uh, in the situation and just out in public, um, often every day, thank you, thank you just so, so much. I mean, um, your efforts are definitely appreciated by all the rest of us, be it in the grocery stores, the hospitals, uh, out uh, doing a public service. Um, you are very very much appreciated um uh, i want to just open up today just with some prayer and prayer for uh, not only for all of us but for uh, the whole situation that's going on uh, with the COVID 19 and uh, for our leaders who are trying to figure out if if they want to start the world up one more time I want to pray for them because they've got some big decisions to make and, you know, um, and, and we're going to be affected by all of their decisions as we have been. Then I want to do a, a song uh, just, I want to do a blessed be your name and just, uh, just open us up just with some worship. So, um, hopefully we're getting better at doing this right now. We're still figuring it out, but, um, our heart is to try to get better at it and to minister to each of you in your homes or wherever you are and you're able to watch us. all right? So would you just join me in prayer right now? Father, oh God, you know, you see, and Lord, you are at work, and we believe that. God, there's a lot of people that are being... Um, impacted radically by this, either by loss of jobs, by loss of just uh, being with other friends or family, God, by, um, by sickness, um, Lord, by fears and by worries, and God, I pray that in each one of those situations, you would reach your hand down, and God, you would touch You would encourage. You would build up. Lord, your people, help us to be those that stand strong in you, are not being swayed by the media, or even by the governmental figures that are imposing uh, actions on our lives. But Father, that our lives would really be um, submitted and just saying, God, you're still in control. We trust you. We believe you and i pray that you would continue to use us to encourage god to bring hope to share love god to uh, not respond poorly but respond with a heart that uh, lord shows jesus to this uh, dying sick world we we just love you god pray for all those that are just really feel like they're stuck in their homes and god i pray you would uh, bring a sense of encouragement and love today to each one of them. And we ask you to do this for your great glory, for your name's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. say, God, thank you just for being who you are, because he is always there. Um, I want to talk about dealing with disappointments, because it seems like that's what we're doing right now. It seems like uh, every day there is uh, more stuff just kind of going, really, again, today? It's almost like we're going through uh, Groundhog's Day over and over and over, and over again. (laughs) But I want to talk about just dealing with disappointment, maybe how we can um, uh, deal with what we're walking through right now. Uh, We're realizing all the more that we have very little control on what's going on around us. Very, very little. In fact, none. Um, The only thing that, like I said, you can really control is... uh, What's going on inside of you? Uh, how you're dealing with it? Your attitude, your behavior, um, your feelings—all those things are uh, our responsibility and how we deal with it. But I want to talk about two guys who uh, were uh, dealing with great disappointment, and it's in Luke uh, 24. And so I'm going to read it: Luke 24, and and um, from verse 13 to 35, and it's. It's, um, It's this is on uh, Easter Sunday, um, but this is later on during the day, all right? And uh, <clears throat> it says, now the same day, um, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles away from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened, and as they talked and discussed these things, with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him, and he asked, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast, and one of them named Cleophas asked him, he says, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know The things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one that was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is now the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and they told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they didn't see Jesus. And he said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. And as they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us. For it's nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And when they were at table with them, when he was at table with them, he took some bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and began to give it to him, to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while they talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And they got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together saying, It is true, the Lord is risen as he appeared to, and has appeared to Simon. Then two, the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. You know, um, they they say that uh, your perception or, or what your reality is, it will affect how you respond to what's going on around you. These were two weary, weary travelers they were um, they were totally bummed by what had happened, and what had transpired, and uh, these guys had hoped that Jesus really was going to be the promised Messiah that was going to redeem Israel, that was going to rescue them from the clutches of the Romans that were there, that was going to put Israel back on the map, and and um, and 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 cause, uh, the Jews actually to become, and to show the world that they were God's chosen people, and, and, uh, they were dejected, they were disappointed, they were still in shock, they didn't understand why God had let them down, because that was really what their frustration was, they felt like God had let them down, and and as they were talking, all of a sudden Jesus comes up and they were not able to recognize him for who he was, which was really strange, you know? And you figure, why wouldn't God open up their eyes and just say, hey, he's here? Don't be so disappointed, you know? And, um, but it seems like that uh, God had some important lessons to teach them and, um, about trusting him, about trusting his word, and so he allowed really the living word to be with them and for them not to be able to see it until kind of the end. And so um, the story begins with with really this guy named Cleophas just saying, man, he says, are you the only person in Jerusalem who's who's actually doesn't know what what the heck is happening in this place? And um uh, and um, the first thing I want to notice is that one we all face times when we're disappointed with God, all of us do. You know, we uh, believed for something that that uh, that we believed that we were doing something that we felt God told us to do, and all of a sudden it didn't work out. We believe we uh, were uh, supposed to. Uh, go somewhere where we felt like god told us to go and it didn't work out the way we thought it would work out we believed that one as when we came to the lord all of a sudden um good things were going to happen and there were times where not so good of things happened you know and and uh um I, I i guess i have a question just for all of us is how do you perceive your life right now you know and and uh, do you feel like there is places of disappointment even with God? You know, we have this information right now that we're having to deal with, and I wonder how you guys feel about one the possibility of of being locked down in your home all summer with your kids. How's that feel? <laughs> you know, or uh, or like uh, some of our leaders have said that there might not be any school until. 2022. I know my daughter, when she heard that, she she said, Dad, I almost started to cry. She goes, I can't imagine what that would be like. You know, or no, re- you can't go to a restaurant until, you know, mid-July. Or no haircuts, no pedicures, no manicures, you know, till mid-summer. <laughs> my wife's freaking out. She wants to, you know, call her hairdresser and ask her to do a drive-by you know, or, you know, no baseball, no football, no hockey, or basketball seasons, you know, or your career, are you where you expected to be, you know, or your, or even in your marriage situation, are your kids, your spouse, are they what you expected them to be, You know, many people have this feeling of yearning, God, if only this had worked out. You know, or if only I had done this, or if only. Reality is, guys, God's in control. We make decisions, and then we have to believe that when God works all things together for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Here's the deal. You know, a lot of us might be disappointed with God because, one, our expectations don't match what his purposes were. Twice in this chapter in in, uh, the Gospel of Luke, God decreed that Jesus was supposed to die. Um, Even the risen Savior tells these two men that it was necessary for Christ to suffer these things. Earlier in this chapter, the angels had had, uh, reminded the women that uh, Jesus, he must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and crucified. Um, God had a plan that one, Jesus was supposed to die, but that wasn't what people's expectations were. Their expectations were that one, Oh my gosh, he's going to rule, he's going to take over leadership, he's going to uh, get rid of the Romans, but that wasn't what God was planning to do, and oftentimes we pray and we hope for something that we thought God was God's will, but then it doesn't happen. I mean, you guys all know my story, and I could tell it over and over and over again because it is very present with me all the time, you know? That one, I felt like God wanted me to start a company, started it, and uh, for six years did nothing but pour money into it and went incredible debt, and uh, but and and just couldn't understand why God didn't bless it, why God didn't work it out, and we feel that way about a whole bunch of different areas of our lives, you know. I'm, I know my 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 uh, daughter across the street, my my granddaughter just had a birthday, and and. She was planning on having this great big party. And it just, at this point in time, stuff like that, we just can't do it. And we're just trying to encourage our our kids and people around us, you know, that one, yeah, we have expectations about what we might want to see happen, but it's not happening right now. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I mean, our disappointment, where's our disappointment line with the situation or with God? you know, because God's allowing all this to happen, obviously, and God has a purpose, and at times we don't understand his purposes, so we get disappointed in what is happening around us, and that's what these guys were. They were very disappointed that when Jesus didn't do what they thought he should have, because one, God had a higher purpose. God had a greater purpose in that one his, even though he died, his death ushered every person in the world, the ability to enter into heaven, to have relationship with God again. We might be disappointed with God because he has closed uh, our eyes from seeing the truth about Jesus. You know, again, it seems unlike God because God is a kind God. He's a loving God. He, he, he wants us to be encouraged, and he really does. But, why did God close these guys' eyes to see Jesus right when he was walking with them, you know? And uh, um, at times because he, he, he wanted to show them something deeper and greater about just who he is, you know? And um, I think that even all these disappointments that we're facing and we're walking through right now, to me, I, I'm thinking, you know what, God? It just makes me long for heaven more. This is not home. <laughs> this is this is not home. This, this, is just, this is like an alternate reality that we're living in right now, and uh, and these disappointments should cause us to say, you know what, God? I'm, I'm looking forward to being you, and looking forward to people who I know and love knowing you to where when this thing is done and over, life is what I'm talking about. But all of a sudden we're going to be with Jesus. We're going to be out of here. And, and it says there's no more sickness there. So we won't have to worry about that. We we'll won't have to wear your mask. We we'll won't have to wear your gloves. You know, in heaven, it says no more sickness, no more disease, no more tears, no more fear. We'll see him face to face. You know, but sometimes we we, we just don't see Jesus, that he's right with us all the time. And, and we don't recognize just him, him and what he wants to do, <clears throat> you know, and and probably as we're walking through this, and as you as you feel disappointment or as you feel frustration, maybe a question might be to say, God, what are you trying to teach me? What are you wanting to teach me through this? <laughs> you want me to get frustrated with people? I've been doing that a lot, um, uh, you know, or to and and. Uh, and I realize that's not helping um, to uh, be fearful. to and, and and God's saying, no, he says, come to me. Come to me because, one, I have answers. I can give you hope. I can give you encouragement. I can teach you more things about me than you ever thought. And I believe that that's what he really wants to do. We might be disappointed in God because we have not really focused on just uh, his word and what his word says about about Jesus. You know, um, the scriptures uh, say that one, these guys believed that they were disciples, so they believed, but they were slow to heart to believe what all the prophets have spoken. You know, and I think about, I think about Jesus um, giving that incredible Bible study for, I don't know how long they talked, but I think he started from the beginning. He started to teach him about just the suffering servant and what Jesus was going to have to suffer. I'm sure he started in Genesis, talked about himself being the seed of the woman who was going to be bruised, but he was going to crush the head of the serpent and maybe even going to, to uh, Genesis 22, where he talks about that he was the uh, he was the lamb that God provided instead of Isaac, you know, on the altar, and he was a lion from the tribe of Judah, who who uh, who Jacob had said, you know, the scepter will always be with Judah. Or he went to uh, Exodus, where he said he was the Passover lamb the one whose blood must be spilled so that the angel of death wouldn't attack or going into Ruth and saying he was the kinsman redeemer or into Samuel where he talked about being from the line of the seed of David, you know, or, or going to Isaiah and talking in Isaiah 53 being the suffering servant or in Psalm 22 being the one who Uh, was crucified, you know, and just all through scripture. I just think that would have been the most incredible Bible study, you know, to hear. And uh, I think that one, we need to be encouraged to to read even the Old Testament and to look at it and say, God, show me who you are. Show me, reveal yourself. You know, but when we're disappointed with God, we need to join with his people and in, in in seeking the risen Lord, and so there's five parts to this cure, and I want to talk about just uh, what what we need to do even when we're disappointed. And the first thing is we we should gather with God's people, and even though we can't do it right now on um, uh, in person, we can still call people up. There's there's Christians, there's other believers that you know, other people who share your heart. You know, maybe you haven't talked to them in a little bit. Call them up, saying how you doing. You know, how, how, what's, what's God doing and what's God showing you? And pray with them, with your spouse, with your kids. Um, encourage them. Um, that's what we're supposed to be doing right now. You know, not uh, feeding our fears, but really um, encouraging just hope and that, one, God's in control still and, and figuring out, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? How can we learn more about you? Uh, during this time so but we need to do that with people these two guys that were together and and uh and as as jesus came to them and i think that one we need to um get together just encourage and and build up somebody else even today you know would you call somebody today or would you encourage somebody today you know maybe you haven't seen for a while and uh, just bless them with just the reminder that God's still in control. Second thing is we need to seek the risen Savior. You know, while these men um, and other disciples, you know, they were uh, at fault for not believing the report of the women who came and said, hey, he's risen, they said, e- yeah, know." Yeah, they just didn't quite believe it, you know. And, and even though some of the disciples had gone to the, to the tomb and had had looked and had seen yet they came away just kind of scratching their head just going I, I, I still don't get it but we need to seek the risen Savior you know and and uh, we need to just sit, look for Jesus in the things that you're doing in, in just in your in your um, just daily routine because uh, he wants to show himself strong to uh those that are his and he says if we seek him we'll find him we will find him you know and, and where do we seek him and that's the third point is we need to seek him in his word you know it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god you know uh jesus took these guys through moses and the prophets and and uh and uh he, he took them all through all the scriptures he just talked about him you know, but we need to um, look at Scripture and, and, and just even read it. Read it to your wife. Read it to your kids. You know, um, we need to realize that there's truth in here that will give us hope. And that that um, that Jesus wants to reveal himself to us. Because that's what the, the, the whole Scripture is basically all about. God's desire to one send a Redeemer, to send a ransom for all our screw-ups, for all our mess-ups, for all our disappointments, all our fears, all our anxieties. You know, that that God sent a Savior. And uh, all through Scripture, from Genesis to Revelation, it just talks about that God did it. So that one, we can know Him. And we can be encouraged in this world regardless, whether we're going through uh, self-isolation at home, Or whether we're going through uh, just our daily routines when the world begins to open up once again. You know? And then, um, finally, I want to say what we need to do too is we need to keep a teachable spirit as God rebukes us. Because (sighs) we all screw up in one way or another. All of us do. You know, be it in not believing Him for um, being in control, for giving into our fears, giving into worries, um, giving into anger, or any other type of um, actions that we do instead of just our, our trust in Him, and when we do that, it says that Lord, the Lord, re, the Lord corrects, disciplines those whom He loves. And God will discipline us because when he wants our righteousness, he wants, he wants us to walk in, in a way that, that is pleasing to him. And when we don't, it's just like a good father. He disciplines us because he wants us to make wise and right choices. You know, so I want to say these guys were discouraged when they started out, but after They realized that Jesus was with them. They couldn't wait to get back and get with the other guys and encourage them. My heart is that one as church and as God's people, because that's what we are. You and I are the church. Whether we're together or uh, whether we're at home as individuals, Jesus is with us. He's uh, for us, he's on our side, he's, he, he loves you, and he wants us to be hope to this very sad, sick world. And uh, my heart is that when you would open up your heart to his word, invite him to be a part of all you're doing, because uh, he's there already, um, it's just that we need to open our eyes and see him, and recognize uh, his presence even in our midst, even when we don't acknowledge him, it says even when we're faithless, he remains faithful because he can't deny himself. And the Bible says that he will never leave us or forsake us. You know, and he's He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. So uh, I, I want to just encourage you guys, you know, deal with your disappointment by... Uh, Giving it to God, looking to Him, and allowing Him to fill our hearts with faith and hope. Um, God, God bless you. Uh, may He keep you safe this week. Um, I'm going to end with a song and a prayer. And, um, <clears throat> let me just pray first, okay? So, Father. Lord, you see our weaknesses, you see when we um, kind of go astray, when we um, even give in because, Lord, we're listening way too much to the news, the media, the world, and we're not listening enough to you. So, Father, would you encourage us as your people, strengthen us. Help us to uh, submit to your leading and to believe your presence with us all the time. Lord, for those that are hurting, I pray that you would just show yourself so strong. And God, as you comfort us, help us to be a comfort to others that are around us. To encourage them, Lord, that um, you're still in control. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. sabbath guys god bless you all uh see you next week not before okay bless you bye bye